0: Jesus Christ died for all people so that those who live should no longer live for themselves but only for him who died and was raised to life for their sake. No longer then do we judge anyone by human standards. Even if at one time we judge Christ according to human standards, we no longer do so. Anyone who in Christ is a new creation, the old is gone, the new has come. All this is done by God who through Christ changed us from enemies into his friends and gave us the task of making others his friends also. Our message is that God was making all human beings his friends through Christ. God did not keep an account of their sins, and he was given us the message which which tells how he makes them his friends. Here we are then, speaking for Christ, as though God himself were making his appeal through us. We plead on Christ's behalf, let God change you from enemies into his friends. Christ was without sin, but for our sake God made him share our sin in order that in union with him we might share his, the righteousness of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you. Well, we heard
1: there of the way that God has done something quite miraculous in Jesus. By his death and his resurrection, he's made it possible for us to know God ourselves and to be his friend. And uh, Laura and Alan have been on that journey of discovering what that means to become in a relationship with God, a child of God, and to be able to know him in that very special, close way. And I wonder whether Laura would like to come forward first and tell us a little bit about your journey and what uh, has brought you to the point of being, wanting to be baptised today. It's uh, it's a big step for I can have to make in lots of ways. Okay. It's a big step. So just just give us a bit of an insight into what's uh, the motivation for that. Okay.
2: So um so um I'm gonna read, so I apologize, but um um so I wanted to say that my spiritual journey has been um, a really gradual one. It's, it's something that, you know, slapped me in place so to speak um, it's fair to say yeah, that at times uh, you know, there have been ups and there have been quite difficult downs, and at times I felt quite lost. However, looking back at my life from childhood and the chaos of a young child in a really quite dysfunctional family, through to... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> through to meeting my husband, um, marrying him... Finding my spiritual family here at Christchurch, becoming a mother, and um, I've always felt God's hand on my shoulder guiding me. Sometimes maybe I've turned away from that or not taken much notice of it. Um, but I've, I've got no doubt that God led me and my family here to Christchurch. I'm uh, sorry, I'm sorry.
1: I she was packed away. I've got a clean happy. This has not been cried in yet. But if you carry on like this, it might well
2: be. Yeah, so a chilly December morning, shortly before Christmas in 2012, we kind of bundled through the door with this newborn baby who wasn't very well. And we'd been um, looking for a church to settle in. We hadn't found anywhere, you know, we had no spiritual place to call home. And we kind of, as soon as we fell through the doors, we were greeted with love and affection and really welcomed into the church. And we immediately said that this is, you know, somewhere that we want to call home. Um, and that was a massive t- turning point in that life. Um, in, you know, with our relationship with God and where we are now, and, excuse, excuse me, um, and with the love and support of our Christian family, we are here today. Um, but what led me to stand here and want to be baptized is um, I had that moment that everyone talks about. Um, I became quite ill, um, not terribly ill, um, but I, was, I became overcome with um, an anxiety. And uh, it, I developed this fear within me that I, can, I, can't, I can't really describe what it was like. I, I was truly terrified. And I had convinced myself beyond all doubt that my illness, which wasn't really that terrible, was, was going to be life-changing for me. And I got to the point where I was so consumed with fear that I was literally on my knees with despair, day and night, for a considerable amount of time. And it was during that time that I had the very clear realisation that I could not do this alone. I could not live my life without God. And although God had been part of my life, he'd just been a part of my life. He wasn't, he wasn't my life. I only had one place to turn and I had handed everything over to God. My life my family, and that fear that I had in me. And I handed it over to him, and I trusted in him wholly that he loved me, and I loved him. And I became peaceful, and the fear left me. And once again, I felt his loving hand on my shoulder. He's always there for me, in me, and I dedicate my life to him. And I thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen.
1: Wow, there's something. Thank you, Laura. I wasn't expecting all that. It was really, really wonderful to hear. Everybody's got their own story in different ways, and there are many different things that enable us to come to a point where we want to say, I'm utterly sold on Jesus. That sometimes takes years and years and years. Sometimes we're still on that journey, other times, there's a point that we can look back on, and it becomes very real and very clear to us. Alan has had a different kind of journey. And he's going to share a little bit about what uh, has been happening during this time and what motivates you, Alan, to be willing to come and be drowned almost under the water for a little while
3: and then rise to uh, something new. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Laura. Um, So my journey uh, has been quite a long one. Um, I went to San is that better yes so yes um so i was familiar with that as a child and um and ongoing um but my journey started out more as um uh, an intellectual curiosity as much as anything. I've always read a lot about particularly historical things of the church, like medieval eras and different, different times. And, and, and over that period, um, as you get a little older, you get more experience, and you realise that, that those words are great, and it's wonderful, but you can't eat the recipe. You, know. um, you need all of that stuff, but at the same time you need to then say there is something behind, behind this that is real, that's right in front of us, that, we, we, that we're faced with every day. And, um, and, uh, and that journey is punctuated here for me by a continuation of, of the, um, uh, the ability to make it real, you know, to make it into a real thing that I live. Um, and that love for me is a very important part of it. Uh, I've been coming to this church with my family for about, about two years, I think it is, as I said. And, and when we arrived here, um, I was really struck because I'd had an experience of, of going to church, we went to Easter, we went to Christmas and things, and I was to say I was very familiar with a lot of the intellectual side of things. Um, and I remember speaking to Joe at the door once when we were leaving, and Joe said to me, Christianity is a personal thing, but it's not a private thing. <laughs> and that that struck me at that point when you said that, that that's, um, uh, that was my path at that, that point in time, to say, well, it's not, it's not private, it's not something you do on your own, it's not something you learn, it's... Um, Something that you do. And, um, uh, and something struck me afterwards. When, I've, when you've got little kids, we've, I've got two little kids, they're a little older now. And sometimes they'd run up to me and say, I love you, Daddy. you know. And you, it's only when you stop and realize that they're not saying, I've had to think about this and I've decided to categorize you with the people that I love. They're actually saying, I love you right now. And that's the sort of love that you're talking about from God. It just—it's There it is. It exists. It's all around us. If you choose to see it, if you don't choose to see it, it doesn't make any difference. It's still there. So for me, this is not an ending. It is very much a beginning. Um, it's uh, a statement publicly to, to do with what you were saying there. And um, it just feels so right to do at this point. It's, it's, I've had a very difficult week. I will share that I lost my mum two weeks ago. And um, uh, which hasn't changed anything at all about this. Um, uh, and so I'm, I'm going to look for this as a... Um, it's not an exam. It's not something I can pass. It's not something I can fail. It's something that you do. Um, it's, it's an experience. It is, it's the food. It's not the recipe. So that's where I'm uh, at this point in my life. And that's why I do welcome God to come and live where he's always been anyway.
1: Thank you. Thank you,
3: Alan, so much. Thank you very, very much.
1: So I remember uh, talking to Alan on another conversation we had at the door uh, a little after that time. And we were talking about what it means to learn to live the life and all this sort of stuff. And Alan was telling me how he had these terrible kidney stones that uh, were were trying to go through his body. And uh, that had happened the week before, an excruciating pain. And I said, How on earth, what were you thinking about at that time? Well, actually, Joe, he said, I was thinking about what does it mean to learn to live the life whilst passing kidney stones. (laughs) And I thought, There's a man who's got it. So we're going to give thanks to God. And I want to ask you, before we, do, we sing a song, I want to ask you uh, in a moment to make some ba- ba- declarations of your own intent to be baptized. Before we do that, we're going to give uh, an opportunity for us all to say together, we are part of this faith community. We are part of... a.